Welcome to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Proudly brought to you by Cheese Links, bringing cheese and yogurt making to your kitchen. Cheeselinks.com.au. Food Bites with Sarah Patterson is the name of this program. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to it on behalf of Cheese Links. My name's Kevin Hillier and the, here's the leader of the opposition, <laughs> uh, Sarah Patterson. It is in this household <laughs> and uh, food is flavour and, uh, and this podcast has a sporting flavour. Uh, we're all about the Olympics, we're all up and about, we're enjoying uh, Australia's gold medal rush in the pool on this particular day, but uh, so we're also featuring uh, somebody else athletic. And can I say, the women are dominating the Olympics in terms of winning everything. They're Aren't they outstanding? Blitzing. Yeah. Blitzing. It's so wonderful to see. We have a lady who has excelled in uh, in various sports, most notably of recent times in uh, the AFLW as a premiership player mm. in the AFLW. Uh, her name is Libby Birch. She She's, started um, at the Bulldogs and now she's with the Melbourne Footy Club and doing very well. And very bubbly and uh, effervescent. Yes, she is. She's like a barocca. <laughs> she's, you know, she's a lot of whoosh. fun. She is a lot of fun. You just pop it and go, whoosh, yep. off she goes. And she quite, she's like many people in lockdown, has been right into the cooking side of things. So we'll see what she has been up to. Yes, a physiotherapist by yeah. day, an AFLW footballer as well, and uh, dabbled in netball to a very high level too in her early days. Hmm. Got a lot to talk to Libby about and she will join us shortly. But we have to talk about Cheese. the very important... Topic of cheese. <laughs> well, it is very important because what is life without cheese? And if you can uh, add to your repertoire Cheeseless. the ability to make your own cheese, well, you go up a notch in anyone's estimation, don't you? Well, you take the middleman out of the equation and do it yourself and then mm. you can do it the way you want to do it well, uh, and, yeah. and have as much of it as you want and to And you have. can take it to a whole different flavour level too. There's nothing like homemade, making it from scratch. Yep, absolutely. Cheese Links is the place where you'll get all the things that you need to make the cheese and the advice that goes with it from the very lovely Janet. Cheese links, telephone number. <laughs> Write this down. Etch it in your brain. <laughs> Write it down, Kevin. 52821984. 52821984. Cheeselinks.com.au is the website. With a or, big fat 03 in front. That's exactly right. Or, you know, a scaled down weight loss version of the <laughs> thing. Uh, cheeselinks.com.au, that's where you can order. You can do it there. You can do it on the phone. Uh, jump on all the social media platforms and you'll see Cheese Links everywhere because everybody loves cheese. It's up in lights. It's neon. It it's flashing above us. All right. So that's, uh, that's Cheese Links. Please uh, support them. If you want a yogurt maker, you're looking for a present, looking for a gift voucher. That's where to go, cheeselinks.com.au. But let's get to our guest. We've got a terrific food poll to talk about after that. But our guest this week, uh, AFLW footballer Libby Birch. You are listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier, brought to you by Cheeselinks, bringing cheese and yoghurt making to your kitchen. Cheeselinks.com.au. Thanks for joining us on the Food Bites podcast. Uh, how are you handling lockdown? Are you, you about to, you know, punch through the walls and, you know, <laughs> leap out of tall buildings and stuff? Oh, well, uh, it's it's always, this is kind of like our fifth, sixth, fifth or sixth time around. I've lost count now. <laughs> but uh, it's it's definitely a little bit frustrating because we were, we were just about to start. Obviously, I play for, for Melbourne AFLW and we we're just about to start uh, back together as a team so it uh it did put a halt to that uh unfortunately uh but it it does mean that you get a little bit of extra time to to work on the things you, you might not usually work on when you're in a team environment some people say uh Libby that the effect of lockdown has been that um they've been spending more time in the kitchen when they otherwise wouldn't has that been the case for you 
Oh, absolutely. I um, we uh, being an elite athlete, you kind of have to learn how to, uh, I guess, provide the right fuel for your body. And I guess with limited time, when everything's going, you know, twenty four seven. But then when lockdown hits, you kind of exactly as you said, you get more time to mm. to you know experiment in the kitchen. <laughs> and um, I know hitting August, you know, we're only months away from the season, so your diet becomes really important and eating fresh food and, and veggies and um, cooking some new dishes. I tried a, a salmon, one of Jamie Oliver's dishes the other night and it was it worked really well. So no, it's been it's been great and I find cooking really mindful as well. So um, oh, yeah. okay. So what's uh, what's your signature dish? What's the one you go to when you've you know got someone coming over or something? Oh, <laughs> I'd probably there I made a salmon um, baked salmon the other night in, mm. in like a pie and with feta. Oh, um yeah. And and spinach, it was really really nice. And I make like an egg, a vegetable egg slice. Lots of it. Lots of what my cooking has heaps of veggies because they say that um, for athletes, lots of veggies and lots of protein is best. Um, so yeah, I, I uh, experiment with that. But I'm actually love baking, so uh, I <laughs> I experiment with my baking all the time, and uh, I use different ingredients. So it started off with like a um, just a normal like fruit slice and then I sort of added things over time to make it more sort of athlete friendly like Chobani yogurt and um, lots of fruit, lots of um, dried sultanas and nuts and sort of created it, you know, through trial and error. So um, now I just make that, you know, once a week as my little snack. That's wonderful because you can put a healthy twist on most things including cakes and slices, can't you? Yeah, yeah, and I find like I just find a recipe and let's say it has like condensed milk or um, a fair bit of butter, I'll just substitute substitute it with a protein yogurt um, or more eggs or some protein milk, like high-protein milk, um, and I find it works really well. And you uh, you mentioned that, that cooking for you is a time of mindfulness. So in a way, is, is cooking a, a bit of a, a therapy for you? Yeah, absolutely. I find you can just sort of switch off and um, get creative and, you know, not worry about sport or footy or what you've got going on and you can just focus of however long it takes you to cook but 20, 30 minutes on what you're doing. And, uh, yeah, as I said, I find it really therapeutic and mindful and you're just in the moment and then you get to, I guess, enjoy food and that's something that um, I love. I love eating food and um, that's been something that the, the club talks about us a lot is just being mindful when you're eating food as well and, and not thinking about anything else but just enjoying your meal. Do you do what a lot of other people do, myself included, is when you're unwinding and you're cooking and you're preparing, you pour yourself a nice glass of wine to uh, to have while you're preparing? <laughs> well, I'd wish, but during the season we're not allowed to have too much alcohol, so just maybe an orange juice or something like that. Yes, Kevin's shaking his head at me saying, no, you can't ask that question. No, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you definitely can ask that question, but um, I'm going to answer in a political way so I have orange juice. Do you, uh, do you snack a lot, Lip? Yeah, I do. I do snack a lot. Um, and that's, that's quite hard because, like, I find the best snacks for me are um, they've got to be, like, on-the-go snacks, particularly when lockdown's not on. So I, that's why I tend to do a lot of food prep at the start of the week and um, make those sort of healthy slices with, you know, sort of the three main groups that I need to eat, which is protein, carbs, and, and those veggies. So uh, I tend to have those slices and, 
and um, just make sure I'm prepared. So wine's off the table, but what about coffee? Are you a coffee drinker? I was going to ask about scotch. I love <laughs> I, <laughs> No scotch, no scotch. Um, <laughs> um, I love coffee, absolutely love coffee. I uh, have probably one from the coffee shop, you know, maybe once a day and then I have a it's probably a sin, but I probably have three or four instants. So, oh, so you're not you're not a coffee snob as as such. You'll you'll happily have an instant if there's nothing, yeah. no alternative available. Oh yeah, I'm definitely not a coffee snob, and I actually love instants. To be honest, oh. I think they're just yeah, I think they're quick, easy, and I just like I literally have a coffee for the caffeine hit. So, um, yeah, it's oh, I love it. Yeah, so I love an English breakfast as well. I'm actually having one right now. Okay. What about a sweet tooth? Um, You mentioned your healthy slices, but what about, you know, when you can get away from the healthy slices and hit the lolly bin? (laughs) Uh, Well, I make this. uh, Oh, this is only that I have on occasions. I make this little quick um, mud cake that, yeah, it's (laughs) super quick um, and you can actually do it um, in the oven or in the microwave if you're being super lazy, but... Um, that's probably what I'd make. It's super easy. Like it's just a miniature cake that rises and I like it pretty gooey in the middle. Um, but that's probably with a little bit of ice cream. That's probably my sneaky little dessert. All right. Okay. <laughs> so no, no, no Bickies and stuff like that. You're not someone who likes Bickies and cakes? Yeah. You know, I could go with Tim Tam or two, definitely. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but no, no, I, um, Look, I'm, I'll eat anything. I uh, I said always said if I wasn't an athlete, I'd be a very, very large woman, I think, because I'd be eating too much. <laughs> hey, Libby, Libby, what won't you eat? I mean, some people draw the line at offal and stuff like that. Is there anything that you sort of go, no, I'm not, no, sorry, you can't interest me in that? Oh, I'm not a massive fan of, like, mint in dessert. Oh, yeah. I hate mint, mint in anything sweet. Like, I don't mind mint in anything savoury, but mint in anything sweet, I'm like, can't have it. But so, other than that, I'm pretty good. <laughs> so no mint slice biscuits for you? No, <laughs> no, oh, definitely not. Missing out on one of life's treasures there, Liv, I can tell you. <laughs> hey, uh, you're a physiotherapist uh, by, by day, I guess, if we, we want to uh, say what your day job is apart from being a, an elite uh, AFLW player? Yes, yes. No, I finished my degree at La Trobe last year and um, it was, yeah, super exciting to obviously get that degree done. It's a pretty full-on uh, you know, a couple of years and I managed to get it done in five and it's uh, a four-year degree. So um, really, really excited to have finished that and I haven't actually got started in my physio um, life yet uh, at a clinic level, but I did do some research uh, for six months at the start of the year on women's ACLs and um, obviously breast injuries as well. So um it's been, yeah, a really exciting sort of start to that career. It's really interesting in terms of where you spent a lot of time in the early days of the AFLW talking about head knocks and collisions there because of the way girls used to lead with their head. And now we've uh, we've sort of started to, to look at other areas of the female body, which are really important areas that we need to uh, we need to address as from, from an injury point of view and a long-term injury point of view. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, yeah, as you said, the focus has been very much on ACLs and uh, head knocks. And we haven't really, we're, you know, the sort of the newest research or the newest conversation we're starting to have, which I'm really passionate about, is actually protecting uh, female breasts in or, or chest impact yep. uh, during contact sport. And it doesn't have to be in football, but in netball or anything that kind of 
potentially has impact to, to female uh, tests. And I think it's just a really important conversation to have because obviously we've spoken a lot about the importance of head injuries and what can happen um, later in life and how we sort of protect from that. But I think the conversation in regards to, you know, wearing chest protection, I, I wear a product called Boob Armor and um, I know that for me, it's just having the confidence that you're protected and for me, it's like the modern day mouth guard for, for women and I just really... I'm passionate about it because I would never want 15, 16 year old girls to come out of football because of the fact that they they feel less confident um, and not protected in the yeah. chest. Tell us how boob armor works, Libby. Yeah, so it's it's a really thin um, protective garment that you slide into your sports bra uh, for females, and um, uh, you know it's so uh, lightweight, and I hardly feel it when it when I slide them into my uh, sports bra uh, before I go out and train or play. Uh, and it's basically protecting a bit of a shield for that area. And um, I think it's just, it gives me so much confidence. And I know that because we get, we in football particularly, we chest mark, we get hit in the chest, um, we get tackled. So it's just that layer of protection because we don't want to get um, bruises or uh, anything in that area because there's some research at the moment to say that it can have some further implications down the line. Yeah, well, I mean, you can end up with uh, with tissue um, damage yeah, or tissue yeah. lumps, yeah. Uh, which can yeah. show up in scams. And I mean, it just makes such perfect sense. I mean, as athletes, you, we hear of shin guards and mouth guards, as you said. But so, why wouldn't you um, have something to to protect the uh, the breast area? Yeah, exactly. And I think it's been sort of a taboo subject and something that women haven't spoken about because they didn't want to feel like they were any, you know, any weaker or any, you know, it's not something to be afraid of. And I think it's just a normal thing that we should be discussing. And that's what I'm really passionate about is just beginning that conversation and making sure um, athletes or anyone at any level, young mothers, have protection that can uh, mean that they can be physically active and mentally well. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Very sensible uh, piece of equipment. Hey, I wanted to ask you, if you had a dinner party, seeing you're such a, you know, a deft hand in the kitchen, <laughs> so you're having a dinner, yeah. a dinner party, you can invite anyone, Lib, anyone that you want can come there, can be dead or alive, who would you have at your table? Well, <laughs> I was thinking about this this morning um, and I've probably got a more professional answer and then one that's quite funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll say the one that's quite funny first. I'd like to have all the Avengers come to dinner. <laughs> In their outfits as well. <laughs> so every single one uh, in their outfits, um, particularly Chris Hemsworth, would be amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the more professional answer would probably be David Attenborough. I love that. That's got to be one of the more unique ones we've ever had, all the Avengers in their costumes and then David Attenborough. <laughs> or would you have them all? You'd have David Attenborough at the uh, the dinner party with the Avengers or are they two separate ones? <laughs> no, I think we'd probably have two separate ones because yeah. I think David Attenborough is a little bit more sophisticated. So. I think, I think Dave, David Attenborough would struggle to know which species most of the Avengers came from. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. No, it'd be um, it'd be a good episode of Planet. That's for sure. Absolutely. Uh, so you got uh, preseason, hopefully starting in a, you know in the next uh, sort of little uh, envelope of time, and then into a uh, into another season. You, you've had a terrific run as a, an AFLW player. I mean, premierships and all those sorts of things. Uh, you obviously love the sport and enjoy the uh, the the, the team uh, activities. Yeah, it's um, I've been wanting to play professional sport for my entire life, and. 
AFLW has been amazing and particularly awesome to be a part of the last, um, since the very, you know, inception of it because we've seen the growth not only in the sport but the community around us and, um, yeah, I think there's just so much to go and it's, it's, we take our responsibilities, role models really seriously and I, I just loved being a part of it. Do you enjoy the public side of it, Libby? Yeah, I think I've become more um, aware of, um, I think, the intricacies of equality and um, uh, the awareness of that you're in the public eye and how you can really harness that uh, in, in a really uh, professional and, and beneficial way. And like I, I was probably a bit naive to that at the start, but now I think you know it's really important for us to make sure we're, you know, speaking our truth and our opinions and to make sure that we're pushing for more in AFLW and women's sport altogether. And good usually, just to finish up, uh, Levy, we normally ask our guests, and you sound like you'd be a good one to ask, if you have a kitchen or a cooking tip to give us. Oh, <laughs> that is. <laughs> I was going to say, make sure you lick the bowl when you're making the cake. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I think it's a good tip. All right, I'm going to stick with that one. <laughs> I think that's an excellent tip. I love it. <laughs> Beautiful. Thanks so much for your time, Libby. We really appreciate it and good luck for the future. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate it. You are listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier, brought to you by Cheese Links, bringing cheese and yogurt making to your kitchen. Cheeselinks.com.au. Libby Birch from the Melbourne Football Club. Uh, our thanks uh, to Libby and to the Melbourne Footy Club and to the people at uh, Boob Armour Boob as Armour, well. a very interesting conversation. Yeah. And, I mean, gee, what a light bulb moment. I thought, yeah, we have knee guards, we have mouth guards. Cricketers have, what, boxes? Boxes, yes. Have all levels of protection. So why wouldn't you have breast protection in yep. uh, women's sport? And we're not at the at the point of the, uh, the discussion where we've had years of, you know, women playing AFL footy and seeing what it does get in before any of the damage happens and, and we're at now. Yeah, makes sense to me. Yeah, well, a idea. friend of mine said she used to play cricket in uh, school and I hadn't even thought about the uh, the possibility of a, um, you know, a fastball delivery hitting yep. you there would well, really hurt. Uh, a batsman wear chest protectors, yeah. uh, you know, for their ribs probably more than anything makes else. Makes perfect but, sense. Yeah, Lightweight and it's uh, it's it very um, very doable. And Lib was terrific, so thanks Thank uh, for you. being on the program. Now oh, it is time for... Friday food poll. We've gone green today. Uh, silver beet, which I absolutely love. I love a bit of fresh silver beet out of the garden and I love it in quiches and frittatas. Kevin is rolling his eyes. Oh, Nothing new about that. Uh, but, look, it does have a reputation for being a bit gritty if you don't wash it out properly. I remember being at a restaurant and you oh. and it came oh. and, and there was, there was yeah. no, it wasn't grit in it. There it was, was actually, dirt. it was still planted. Yeah, I think that was spinach, wasn't it, on the side of my scrambled eggs? No, it wasn't spinach. I think it was silver beet. It was dirty. Anyway, (laughs) let's see what people think about the humble silver beet. Mm -hmm. Sue Landry says, no way, yuck. Gritty, disgusting stuff from my childhood. Annie says, yes, Joe, yes. Julie says, nope. Lisa Marie McDonald, nope. Sue Hosking, nah. Patricia, yes. Karen Young, yay. Anne says, yes, and I grow it. Lena Mercedes says, absolutely love it much. Audrey says, nay. Wendy says, yes.
Patch two. Oh, I'll throw it away. Leone <laughs> says, yay, I have some growing in my veggie yay. patch. Jolene says, yes. Michelle, yep. Oh, Rebecca, I think okay. Mm. Silvana, yes from me. Michelle, yes. Yee. Jacqueline, yes, yes, yes. Absolutely love it, says Kerry. Mother Maureen <laughs> used to grow it in our backyard and now we do. Hubby stir fries it with silvered almonds and currants. Delicious. Slivered, but that's Shh. all right. Slivered. <laughs> It is slippery too. <laughs> Sharon says, yes from me, love it, grow for myself, it's so easy. Glenn says, uh, Sharon, you're a sicko, why would you eat that? <laughs> Sharon then says, uh, Glenn, it's good for me, balances out the alcohol. Glenn says, nah, not bloody likely, Pat, eh? <laughs> Well, yeah, very healthy. Uh, Kate Stevenson says, a big fat yes, kale pales in comparison to this beauty. That's mm. interesting. Rosemary yep. Walton, yay, I made silver beet, leaf, cannellini bean, cherry tomato, Italian sausage bake. On Saturday night. That oh, sounds show delicious. Show Darren off. Purchase in capital letters, a big yay. Pasta, silver beet, lemon and garlic. Yum. Oh, mm, that okay. sounds delish. Yeah, okay. And Peacock says yuck. <laughs> Eddie says nay. Z uh, would have ordinarily said no, but daughter having extraordinarily low levels of iron has caused me to whack, which uh, which sucks for the rest of us. Who That's don't interesting. Like it, yeah. yeah. Stuart says no. Kerry Turner says yay. And Bruno says, love Silverbeat. Massive yay from him. And Wayne says, moo is the noise you make if you love this gritty, earthy leaf of culinary despair. (laughs) I always thought the term the green hell only applied to the racetrack in Germany. (laughs) Now, it seems that the bigger, more or less attractive brother of spinach is worthy of that title as well. The green hell. <laughs> if Popeye had to eat this leathery, green, white-veined abomination instead of spinach, he would have happily stayed a 98-pound weakling and olive oil would have fallen to the clutches of Bluto with no opposition. Oh. Just work harder and buy spinach. It's a wonderful <laughs> thing that wilts down gracefully with a little butter and garlic and adds so much to any meal. Wilting down silver beet requires enough butter to clog your arteries <laughs> and more garlic than you'd find on Mussolini's breath. No! A thousand times no. Hey, that surprises me. I actually thought Wayno might be into silver beet. A silver beater. Yeah. No, I he's take it not. I take it you're not Kevin either. I, I'm not. Um, uh, when it's in something, yeah, but, mm. you know, it's sort of uh, – and Darren purchases – Description of his almost got me over the line. Rosie's almost got me mm. over the line, but I'm a no, but it's an overwhelming yes. Mm. And it's very good for you. Overwhelming. Well, clearly, as mm. Z pointed out, the iron levels, it's very good for your iron levels. Obviously, it uh, has all the all the things that spinach brings to the mm. table as well, mm. but it's just better looking. Yes, just bring silver beet to and the table wi- and, and see what you think. Better. Right? <laughs> and wilts better. See, I, as I put on my post on uh, on Twitter, too flaccid to be a, uh, a fly too swatter. Flaccid, yeah. It is. It would make a real – just the – there would be really good fly swatter, but it's too oh, limp for that. Well, we all we all can wilt at any time. Exactly. I'm wilting right now in your very presence, but I'm also <laughs> well, thinking Well, you're about only human. Cheese. au. <laughs> You make your own. It's a, it's fun to do and it's a very productive way to spend some time in the kitchen. Uh, give uh, Janet a call and she'll set you up with everything you need. 52821984 is the number, 52821984, cheeselinks.com.au. Oh, Kevin, you're outstanding. We have someone who is outstanding, a <laughs> vocalist of a great uh, note. Mm, His name is Chris, Chris Sebastian. Sebastian. He's got a great voice. Um, In fact, he won the voice. Can I also say on the culinary front, a little birdie tells me he is next level. We're not just talking 
mm. good. We're not just talking Michelin star. We're talking the the top of the top of the top. We're talking the Michelin he's man. Am- he's <laughs> no, amazing. He's, not. <laughs> he's not the Michelin man. No. No, no I'm, I'm more like the Michelin oh, man. No. Uh, so Chris will join us uh, on the next Food Bites. We look forward to that. Thanks to Libby Birch. Thanks to you, Sarah Patterson. Oh. And thanks to you, Kevin Hilly. You're the best. Is there I no, really like your is work, Is there Kevin. no end to your brill- terrific, brilliance? Kev. Kev, I think you're really amazing. <laughs> we don't. Thanks for listening to Food Bites. Check out our Facebook page and Twitter for recipes, tips and all the latest news. That's Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Brought to you by Cheese Links. Bringing cheese and yoghurt making to your kitchen. All you need to know at cheeselinks.com.au.